0: And welcome to the Return to Vibrant Health podcast. I'm your host, Susie Spell, nurse practitioner and holistic health coach, wife, mom of two teenagers, animal lover, and seeker of higher consciousness. This show highlights the power of lifestyle instead of pills and procedures to prevent, stop, and even reverse many of today's chronic illnesses. Getting to the heart of the matter takes addressing the root cause, our modern lifestyle. The ultimate goal is to help you move toward a more whole and vibrant you, to live a joy-filled life. We'll explore how lifestyle, functional, and integrative medicine address root cause, but we'll also take occasional dives into things like breath work and even more esoteric topics like energy healing. Let the fun begin. Welcome back, everyone. I just wanted to take a minute to give you a little bit of an overview of whole food plant-based nutrition and to encourage you to listen to my nutrition series that I have coming up. I've done a series of interviews with people um, that are my friends and colleagues around my area, which is Northeast Florida, and some of them include Dawn Hutchins of Veggie Cooking, Heather Borders of Kalo Nutrition, Stephanie Crozier of Crozier Health and Wellness, Wen Rady, who is owner of the Hakka Kitchen in Jacksonville, Florida, and my friend Ann Mower, who came from Michigan to Florida and is um, figuring out how to to use her culinary skills to teach people whole food plant-based cooking. These are a few that I'm going to highlight in a series that I have to introduce you to whole food plant-based nutrition and get different people's takes on how you can do it, how to approach the lifestyle if you want to do that. And I'm going to tell you a few things of why I think it's a really great way to prevent disease and even reverse it if you have disease. Diet is actually one of the leading causes of chronic disease and disability across the world. There was a study published in the Journal of American Medical Association in 2013 that was the Burden of Disease study, and they looked at a number of countries, and the dietary risks were the thing that impacted people's health and death the most globally. And not only personal health, but it also affects healthcare dollars spent and the burden that can be placed on individuals, families, and communities. That's why I want to talk about diet first. We'll explore many other pillars and different things as we go on in this podcast. What we eat now in America, I think, has just become so standard. We call it the standard American diet or SAD diet. And that increases our risk for a lot of things like obesity and type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and even some cancers. Poor nutrition is the leading cause of death all over the globe. What I would like to do or help you do is to move from that kind of standard American diet to more of a whole food, plant-based diet. Or eating pattern, or it's just a way to nourish yourself. Even if you don't want to, you know, get rid, rid of meat altogether, adding a lot of plant foods is going to do you a lot of good. Doing that really decreases your risk for all the things I mentioned already. And um, it can even treat chronic disease. Depending on what level of disease you have, if it's already present, the dose matters. So if you really want a good benefit from from lifestyle, you have to, you know, make a decent change. So that being said, I really wanted to be able to put this um, series of talks together so that you can get a really good grasp on how to do it if you want to move in that direction or to improve or refine what you're already doing. The whole food plant-based plate kind of looks like this. Imagine a plate, cut it in half. Half of it should be filled with fruits and veggies. Then you take the other half of the plate and cut that in half again, so it's like you have a quarter of a plate each place. The one quarter is going to be plant protein that would include things like chickpeas, black beans, edamame, many other kinds of beans, lentils, some um, nuts, maybe tofu, things like that. Then that other quarter is going to be whole grains, not refined grains, but whole grains, maybe brown rice or farro or wild rice, quinoa, things like that that's how you're going to create your plate and you're going to drink water. I mean, you can drink some tea or herbal tea, but not caffeinated beverages. If you are drinking caffeinated beverages, of course, maybe wean down on them. You'll have to discover what's going to work for you. But really herbal teas and water are probably the best. A lot of people say, where do you get your protein? I'll do a whole other thing about protein. You can get all of what you need from a whole food plant-based diet. There's a variety of proteins in plant-based foods. So that really is not a worry. It should be where you get your fiber. That's really where we're lacking. When I discovered lifestyle medicine a few years ago, the data and the information and the science that have been present for so long just blew my mind when it came to diet. I'm going to quickly list off some large population and epidemiologic studies that, if you're interested, you can go and find out more. I'll I'll try to put some links in the show notes as well, and then also some key studies and leading researchers that I'll highlight, and then we'll kind of hone in on just a, a couple. The epidemiologic studies include things like Framingham and Alameda and North Karelia, the China study, the Adventist health studies, and the health professional study, and blue zones. Those are some epidemiologic, really large population studies. And then other key studies or leading researchers, we could go back even as far as the 1940s, probably even before that, but 1940s with Walter Kempner's rice diet at Duke University, Lester Morrison, who was a cardiologist, I believe, in the 1940s and 50s, Nathan Pritikin in the 1970s. Dean Ornish and Caldwell Esselstyn, who got their footing in the 1980s, 1990s, Neil Bernard in the 1990s, T. Colin Campbell, who's been a nutrition scientist or biochemist for decades now and has a wealth of information. So those are some resources. I'm going to link some in the show notes because people who like to nerd out like myself can go and learn a little bit more. No matter what kind of diet you're looking at, if it's the Mediterranean diet, Or the mind diet, or anything like that. And if you look at the blue zones, that's a good example. All over the globe, the people who live the longest have some things in common, and they include things like a lot of vegetables, a lot of whole grains, beans. And of course, there's some other variability, a little nuances here and there. But the majority of them eat a whole food, plant rich diet. And that helps on so many levels it helps your gut, it helps your brain, it helps your heart. And so that's one of the reasons why I really just think this approach is wonderful. No matter what level, wherever you are now, you can always make an improvement. And so there were some people that came together at one time. It was called Old Ways, the Common Ground. So Finding Common Ground, it was a scientific and media conference. People coming together, come up with a diet to say, where is the common ground between all these different kinds of diets? They determined that food should be good for human health, good for the planet, and unapologetically delicious. And for everybody to take the compare to what approach. And when they take that compare to what approach, it's always like if I was going to make a choice and eat, let's say, a couple of eggs, but instead I decide to eat a bowl of oatmeal that has chia seeds, ground flax, walnuts, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and a little sprinkle of cinnamon, that's probably an upgrade. So just always having that compared to what approach um, really is good. And so the best diet is one that is a diet that's higher in fruits and vegetables, whole grains, legumes, nuts, seeds, non-fat or low fat dairy, um, and some seafood, you know, so Some people have those in their diet as well, but this is what this old ways of finding the common ground, what they decided upon. If we look back a little bit, people like Walter Kempner back in the 1940s, he came up with the rice diet. And it's not a diet that we would recommend now because he had things like white rice and table sugar and fruit and it didn't have a lot of variety. But what was really impressive is that he was able to get people to lose a ton of weight. People actually reverse their uh, di- diabetes, They reverse their diabetic retinopathy, which is um, can cause blindness. They reverse their hypertension. So he was getting all these really great improvements on this diet that we wouldn't necessarily recommend now, but he was taking out things like meat and dairy. So that was kind of some initial inklings. And then if you want to skip to like the 1970s, say, uh, Mr. Pritikin, who was actually an engineer, I believe, was able to improve his own cardiovascular disease with a whole food plant predominant kind of lifestyle, ended up opening and consulting with a number of other physicians, but opened the Pritikin Longevity Center. I think it was in California. Now it's in Florida. It is one of the only approved programs now by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services to reverse disease as intensive lifestyle treatment. And then fast forward a little bit more to the 80s, we have Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn doing his study with the Cleveland Clinic, took 23 of what he called the walking dead, and was able to get them to live many, many years longer with diet alone than Dr. Um, Dean Ornish, who back in the 1990s, I think it was 1998, published the Lifestyle Heart Trial, where he showed actual disease reversal using lifestyle, smoking cessation, group support, whole food, plant-based diet, or at that time, it might have been a low-fat vegetarian diet. I think he took dairy out in later studies. But he took that concept of using a like multifaceted approach and was able to, over the years, apply that to other disease conditions, not just heart disease, but things like prostate cancer. There's a great study. And now he's doing one and recruiting for an Alzheimer's study using the same program because the same biochemical mechanisms that are going on underneath, no matter what it's masquerading as. You can improve those things with his lifestyle program. Diet is a big part of it low fat, whole food, plant based diet, as well as no smoking, community support, movement. So his multi-pronged approach has been published many times. He's done numerous studies. Those are things that you can go to and look at. Uh, T. Colin Campbell has been a nutritional biochemist for decades and has published many articles. He has been in government. He has published the China study. He was one of the authors on that. So I would really encourage you to read that one if you haven't. But these are some people that have demonstrated the benefits of a whole food plant-based diet. Then there's many, many others who are out there sharing the message, whatever specialty they're in, especially gut health is a big one right now, and how a diversity of plant foods improves your gut health, which improves your immune system, and many downstream um, effects from that, even the mind-body connection. All of those things improve when you have a variable diet, but that includes reducing processed and refined foods. So things like sodas and chips and all that kind of thing and increasing the whole plant foods like green leafy vegetables, beans, legumes, nuts, seeds, tofu, tempeh. There's such a variety. Um, It's endless. When I interviewed people that I know to get their take on a whole food plant-based diet, it was really fun and it was eye-opening and I just really loved the approach. A lot of people take a, you know, make it simple, especially if you're in that part where you're considering a diet change. Just keep it simple. Don't get discouraged by looking at recipes that, you know, have 30 ingredients. Just start easy. There are many, many ways you can do it. I am really looking forward to listening to.